G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. The 150 Psalms of the Bible were written as songs of praise and worship, songs that people can sing to God. But they are also the Word of God, and reading and studying the Psalms can deepen our own relationship and knowledge of God. Jesus himself quoted the Psalms, and some of the most accurate prophecies about his own life and mission are found in the Psalms. Our guest today, Andrew Sheed, has written a book called Walk His Way, and it's all about walking through the Psalms. Andrew, welcome. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Tell us about your journey with the Psalms, perhaps as a younger man or as a new believer, first journeying through the Bible. What was your engagement with the Psalms back then? I think as a new believer, the Psalms probably didn't play a huge role in my life. But when I got into my teens uh, and got a little bit more angsty and uh, full of troubles, at that point, I think the Psalms really started to speak to me because I can see myself and my own difficulties in the Psalms that I was reading. And I found it a way to really engage quite directly with God at a point that was very real to me. I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Andrew, because in the modern world, we obviously sing a lot of praise and worship. It's become a big part of our relationship with God. And, And let's be honest, many of the songs we sing about are very positive, they're upbeat, and they're full of truth. But what I love about the Psalms is the fact that many of the authors, not just David, but the other authors, were going through really difficult times, weren't they? And yet in the midst of that, they still found a place to worship. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I don't mind that most of our songs that we sing are upbeat because the gospel is good news, right? But we still um, receive Christ and follow him as people stuck in the troubles of life. And we go through everything um, just like everyone does. And uh, the Psalms are so special exactly for that reason, I think. Tell me, why did you write this book, Andrew? What motivated it? Well, Andrew, I've been teaching the Psalms um, for many years uh, to people who have been training for ministry. And over those years, there are uh, things that I've learned about the Psalms which I felt uh, can be really beneficial, not just for people training to teach, but for anyone. Uh, In particular, the way that the Psalms add up to, to a whole story. And I've always just read individual psalms, doesn't matter which one, doesn't matter where they come in the book, but the idea that the psalms have been collected into an anthology that takes us on a journey, I think it's such a rich idea, and I wanted more people to know that. Um, So that's really the first thing. And then the second thing... Well, hang on, let's stop there, because that is fascinating. So tell me about that journey. If you could describe that journey in a few sentences, what is the journey of the Psalms? Well, the very beginning, Psalm 2, presents us with this drama in which the rulers of the nations are rising up against the Lord and his Messiah. 
And I think the journey of the Psalms is the journey of God's Messiah to that place of uh, ruling the nations. And it's a journey that takes him through suffering and hardship and death. Uh, it's the journey that we read about in Philippians that talks about Christ descending to death and being raised to glory. And that Messiah's journey is the story of the book of Psalms. Incredible. So you've really, uh, the Psalms to you is a revelation of Jesus himself. It's not just a bunch of songs that have been collated and written down. This is actually a, a deep, deep revelation of Jesus. Exactly. It, which I'm trying to remember which psalm it was, but the one where it actually says, you know, they've pierced me and they 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 mock me and they stand around me. That is one of the most profound prophecies about the Messiah in the Bible, isn't it? Yeah. One of the interesting things is that when you read the Gospels, you see that Jesus himself used the psalms uh, to think of his own experience as uh, God's only begotten Son, and then. The evangelists who write the Gospels draw on the Psalms to explain who Jesus is to us. And that Psalm you mentioned, Psalm 22, uh, is used um, when the Gospels describe Jesus' crucifixion. And they quote again and again from that Psalm so that we understand what the things that happened to Jesus, what those things meant. And again, that was probably written, when would you guesstimate, 1500 or 1000 BC, that psalm? It's the psalm of David, and so he was 1000 years before Jesus. Yeah, imagine, I mean, the Roman Empire didn't even exist. And David's out on some hill somewhere or in a palace somewhere just worshipping God, and this incredible truth comes into his heart, and he just senses something, and he writes it down, and he's predicting a crucifixion of someone well before the Romans we're running the world, and obviously crucifixion became the Roman standard method of execution. Just incredibly powerful, isn't it? I guess the thing about David's psalms is that they're not just predictions. They're also things that are true of his own life. And uh, the, the wonder of the way that God works in Israel's history is that he takes things, he takes experiences that really happen to people you know, David was never crucified. He never went through those experiences. But the way he reflects on his own suffering becomes meaningful in a new way when Jesus comes along to be the, the, the thing that David was symbolizing. Uh, and so it, it's both. You know, it's something that is real for David, but it's something that anticipates Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because, again, David, one of the greatest heroes in the Bible, he never lost a battle. He's one of the few military commanders in history. I think Alexander the Great is another one who didn't lose a battle, and yet he faced such hardship, didn't he? He was betrayed. His own son rebelled against him. Uh, The king that he served so faithful and loyally tried to kill him several times. I mean, this guy did not have an easy run, did he? And yet in the midst of this darkness, he just engage with God through his worship and through his praise. And I think that's the lesson for all of us, isn't it? First of all, it tells us about Jesus. And I guess that's the other thing that I've learned about the Psalms over the years that's taken me beyond my appreciation of it then as a as a youngster. And that is that before they talk about Jesus, they talk before they talk about me, they talk about Jesus. And actually they really only talk about me because of Jesus. 
And so seeing him at the middle, I think, uh, is really powerful. There's a famous verse in Hebrews chapter 5. It says, During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And to me, that is Jesus praying the Psalms of David, recognizing that in David's sufferings and trust in God from a place of helplessness, Jesus was the same. And um, I find that so reassuring that everywhere that I might be, Jesus has been there before me. Uh, And that's why I call the book Walk His Way, because all I need to do is walk a path that Jesus already walked and know that it's a path that God watches over and guarantees that I'll get to the end as I keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. And there's the journey of the Psalms. So, so good and so encouraging. And, and I'm just thinking about our listeners. There may be people listening to this interview right now, Andrew, who are also facing tough times and real challenges. And, you know, you look at Australia, there's so many uh, challenges. I think 20% of Australian adults now suffer mental illness. We have this huge homelessness yeah. crisis now. At least 122,000 people are homeless in Australia. And I just hope and pray that even what you're saying today is encouraging all of us that despite what we're facing in life, that we can do like you said, what David did, what Jesus himself did, that we can look to God in the midst of our trials. Yeah. So my wife and I went on a holiday years ago to the French Alps. We went to this place where you could see Mont Blanc, right, the highest mountain in uh, Europe. And in the distance, you could see these tiny black specks of mountaineers climbing up the mountain. Anyway, you go online and you can actually hire a helicopter to take you like three hours walk from the top. And I was just thinking, if you're one of those guys who, or girls who toiled and struggled to get to the top, and then these guys just saunter up in their day packs, having you know, spent all the money on a helicopter, how would you feel? And I reckon you'd feel sorry for them, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, they, they didn't have the joy and exhilaration that you feel having gone through everything you've gone to to get to the top, that makes, it makes your joy so different. You know, you've got something the rich tourists can never have. And I think in the book of Psalms, it ends with this huge outpouring of praise, and it's the journey that makes the destination so joyful. And I, I find, you know, that's something that the Psalms has just been teaching me more and more in recent years. Um, the, God's got me during this journey and I don't know what it's going to mean but I know that when I get to the end and see what it all adds up to you know, nothing, nothing is going to measure the, the sense of joy that's there at the end Well Andrew, your book is called Walk His Way Following Christ Through the Book of Psalms If people want to access the book how do they find it? Can they order it online? Yeah, it's just in the regular places where you buy books online. And just finally, Andrew, have you learnt something on this journey of writing this book? That's a question that nobody's asked me before, Andrew. I guess I've felt sustained by God. I've felt prayed for because people are praying for me through this uh, process. And maybe that's my biggest takeaway, I think. 
Andrew, I just want to say well done for writing this book. It's an excellent book, and I just hope and pray and believe that many people will be blessed through reading it. It's called Walk His Way, Following Christ Through the Book of Psalms. I encourage everyone who's listening to this interview today, check it out, get yourself a copy, and be blessed. And Andrew, I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you very much, Andrew. It was great to talk to you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.